Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a wrap-up of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. And coming up today, a court case pits Mexico against gun dealers it accuses of supplying firearms to cartels. The Tucson Corridor from Tucson to Nogales, Sonora, is one of the three largest gun smuggling corridors in the U.S. An Arizona congressman is ill with pneumonia. And electric vehicle owners could soon pay a fee to make up for the gas tax they don't pay. First up today, a state lawmaker who wants to represent Arizona in Congress is backing new legislation that would make it tougher for people who cross the border illegally to work in the state. From KJZZ Radio, Wayne Shutsky reports. There's already a state law requiring employers to use the federal E-Verify system to determine the legal status of job applicants and workers. HCR 2060 would make it a felony to help people break that law and would also require state and local officials to use E-Verify to determine the legal status of those seeking public benefits or licenses. Republican House Speaker Ben Toma proposed the legislation as he seeks election in Congressional District 8. Toma claims inaction by President Joe Biden and Governor Katie Hobbs drove him to act. Hobbs says she understands lawmakers' frustration, but... I think what he's proposing has more to do with his run for Congress than actually solving the problem. Thomas' comments came weeks after Republicans in Congress blocked bipartisan immigration legislation. Wayne Shutsky, Phoenix. A lawsuit by the Mexican government against five Arizona gun dealers has its first hearing Thursday in federal court in Tucson. The suit alleges the dealers caused Mexico harm by trafficking guns across the border from the U.S., We hear more in this report from Danielle Camaro. A complaint in the federal case alleges that three Tucson gun dealers, Diamondback, SNG Tactical, and The Hub, all knowingly participate in trafficking guns into Mexico. It also names Ammo AZ in Phoenix and Sprague Sports in Yuma. It alleges that defendants engage in illegal sales to traffickers who arm drug cartels. The Tucson Corridor from Tucson to Nogales, Sonora, is one of the three largest gun smuggling corridors in the U.S. Tomorrow's hearing follows a similar case, a $10 billion lawsuit filed by Mexico against American gun makers, which a U.S. Court of Appeals ruled last month could go forward. I'm Daniel Camara, AZPM News. Border officials intercepted two fake Border Patrol vehicles in separate incidents last week near Three Points. In one of the cases, the driver was a U.S. citizen and was transporting 11 undocumented migrants. The van had emergency lights and a Border Patrol logo. The case is being investigated by Homeland Security Investigations, part of Immigration and Customs Enforcement. The Arizona Board of Regents is defending the University of Arizona's acquisition of troubled Ashford University, now known as the University of Arizona Global Campus. In a report to Governor Katie Hobbs, the board detailed the steps the UA took to establish safeguards. At the time, Ashford was being investigated for alleged aggressive marketing and debt collection practices. UA Faculty Chair Leela Hudson says she's still concerned about how UAGC will operate in conjunction with the university and its own separate online component called Arizona Online. We would like to see an acquisition in which the University of Arizona is the dominant and unquestioned partner, and UAGC is a series of assets to be used and disposed of as the acquirer sees fit. 
In their report, the regents told Hobbs the university is working to coordinate both of its online entities academically while monitoring compliance to protect the university from Ashford's past issues. Southern Arizona Congressman Raul Grijalva has been diagnosed with pneumonia. Spokesman Jason Johnson says the 76-year-old representative is being treated and remains in good spirits. Grijalva has tested positive for COVID twice since the pandemic began, and at first he believed his symptoms signaled another bout with the coronavirus, but Johnson says a doctor confirmed it was pneumonia instead. It's unclear how the illness will affect Grijalva's schedule or his ability to vote in the House. Arizona is getting a little over $10 million to help restore the state's land and waters thanks to the Biden administration's Investing in America agenda. We have this report from Katya Mendoza. Funding will be allocated towards locally-led landscape-scale restoration projects. Shannon Estenos, Assistant U.S. Secretary for Fish and Wildlife and Parks, says to date, the Department of Interior has invested more than $15.5 million from the bipartisan infrastructure law in Arizona. As the climate crisis threatens biodiversity, wildlife, communities, and their economies everywhere, investing in our landscapes and expanding nature-based solutions are critical to maintaining that connection to the land for future generations. The Investing in America agenda will provide $2 billion over five years in new investments across the U.S. I'm Katia Mendoza, AZPM News. Governor Katie Hobbs' administration has announced two changes to the state's Medicaid program that she says will give more Arizona kids access to health care and support families of children with disabilities. A bill passed by lawmakers and signed by Hobbs last year allows families earning up to 225 percent of the federal poverty level to qualify for the state's health care program for children. Previously, only families earning up to 200 percent of that level qualified. The federal government officially approved the change on February 16th, according to the Arizona Healthcare Cost Containment System, the state's Medicaid agency. Under the change, a family of four earning up to $70,200 a year is eligible to enroll in the state's kids care program. Hobbs said that could expand eligibility to as many as 10,000 children. An Arizona House committee has passed a bill that would impose a new $135 annual registration fee for electric vehicles. It aims to make up for the money that does not go into state coffers to repair roads because EV drivers do not pay gasoline taxes. Governor Katie Hobbs has previously indicated she would support legislation to compensate for what EV drivers don't pay, but she hasn't proposed any plans of her own. The fee would generate nearly $11 million a year for the fund used to maintain roads and build new ones. And that should catch you up on the stories we've covered today in the AZPM Newsroom. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our on-air newscasts, you can always get the news right here. Timely news for you on your time. Be sure to subscribe to AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess, and we'll be back right here tomorrow.